Hi guys, welcome to ABC Pediatric Therapies Podcast. My name is Elena and today we're going to be talking about speech. So I'm going to go over speech development, speech milestones, as well as a few questions we've received from some of our local parents. So your child's speech influences how they communicate, understand, and play. And here at ABC, we pull down barriers and increase comprehension through therapy tailored to your child's needs. Our group brings home steady improvement through pediatric and speech therapy in Cincinnati and Dayton areas. All right, so let's go over kind of what milestones are and why they're important. Each milestone that is achieved through the first years of life is dependent on the one that came before it. So to be able to have a conversation, we must first learn to put words together. We need to learn how to produce a sound before we can form full sentences. We need strong muscles in our mouths to eat healthy fruits and vegetables. The body goes through a complicated movement process. If a child is not achieving a milestone within reasonable time frame, it is important to ask questions and seek out guidance right away because the next set of skills is coming up fast. And that's something that we'll go over and you'll understand that a little bit better when I go over these specific milestones because there are a lot of big jumps, especially with speech. The longer you wait, the further your child will fall behind. The earlier prevention is provided, the more effective it can be. All right, so let's go over those milestones. So I'm gonna break them down through months and that way um, you'll be able to understand more and be able to kind of pick them apart. And also please recognize that some of these are provided towards the end of the time frame. So I'm gonna start going over zero to six months and some of these skills are gonna be closer to six months, obviously. All right, so from zero to six months, your baby should recognize their own name, babble, vocalized feelings through intonation. So that's gonna be crying, which we all know babies are really good at, but that's how they communicate. And it's a good thing that they're crying and letting you know they need something. We frequently put fingers, objects, clothing, pacifier into mouth for sucking and mouthing, breastfeeding and or bottle feeding, starting soft, smooth, solid foods. So that's gonna be obviously towards that six month um, range cooing vowel-like sounds. All right, so for seven to nine months, we have self-feed simple finger foods, babbles, same sounds repeatedly. That's gonna be baba or mama or dada. And I know sometimes that can be a huge um, competition within the family, whether they say mama or dada first. <laughs> Makes sounds while eating with mouth and food. Reaches for object and looks for caregiver's reaction tolerates smooth, lumpy solids fed by spoon by nine months. So that's another one of those that's gonna be towards the um, higher end of the range. All right, moving on to 10 to 12 months. There's food off spoon with upper lip, eats lumpy mashed food, feeding with fingers. So feeding themselves with their fingers, that's gonna be those puffs or those little yogurt mouths. Um, so they're able to grab them and put them in their mouth. Babbles using different sounds, takes turns vocalizing, will imitate others' vocalizations or gestures, points slash gestures and vocalizes, participates in joint attention activities. All right, so now we have one and a half to two years. So it's gonna be 18 months to 24 months. Uses 10 to 20 words, including names, Combines two word phrases, so that's going to be like all done or daddy bye bye or mama hi. 
names at least five common items, responds to yes, no questions, follows simple one-step commands. So something like, go get your sippy cup, and they're able to go get it. Points to body parts on self when named. So that's going to be, where's your nose? And they'll be able to point to their nose, which is truly one of my favorite things about having kids. I think it's so cute when they learn all about their body and are able to identify those um, structures. Retrieves objects from another room when asked. So that's also going to be, go to the kitchen and get your cup. Understands at least 50 words. Drinks liquids from an open cup independently with limited spillage. Um, so this is something that obviously parents would understand. If you're out at a restaurant, I don't think you're going to be giving your 18-month-old an open cup necessarily, but you do want to make sure that they do have that skill. So that's something to kind of practice or see where they're at when you're at home and maybe you're able to clean up the floor very easily just in case. <laughs> okay, so swallows with lip closure, has precise up and down tongue movement, and eats table foods. So this is those easily chewed foods. So easily chewed meats and cooked vegetables so they're able to chew, but it also doesn't pose a choking hazard. So now we're at 24 months. Um, this is when we're going to start seeing a lot of words and big word jumps in vocabulary. So, has at least 100 words in vocabulary, frequently uses two word phrases, starting and also using some three word phrases, is at least 25 to 50% intelligible to all listeners. So this is something that we start looking at. Um, obviously, mom and dad or whoever's taking care of the child can understand their language, I like to say. But this is something, it starts to become important to others to understand what your child is saying. So that's kind of what we base that intelligible um, rate off of. Follows simple two-step commands, drinks from an open cup and from straw without dribbling. We want to make sure they're able to keep liquids in their mouth and that it's not spilling out. Bites through a variety of thickness and then starts to demonstrate verbal turn-taking. Okay, moving on to two and a half to three years. This is gonna be one of those huge jumps in vocabulary, but this is also an age where they're taking in everything because their environment is just so new to them. Has approximately 450 words in vocabulary, gives own first name, answers where questions, uses progressive ING, uses no or not, and now they're starting to consistently use three to four word phrases, identifies simple objects by function, they're gonna be 50 to 75% intelligible, shares toys and understands simple locations. So that's going to be in, under, out, off. For example, if they have a toy car, say your car is on top of the table. Your car is under the table. All right, so 36 months. They're going to be 75% intelligible to all listeners, converses in sentences, has 1,000 words in vocabulary. So like I said, big jumps. <laughs> Follows simple three-step related commands. Begins to use adjectives for color and size. Uses what, where, how, and whose when asking questions. Uses in and on. 
begins to understand time concepts such as soon, later, wait, chews and swallows majority of adult food. Next up is three and a half to four years. Consistently uses four to five word sentences with correct sentence structure. By now, they'll be 80% intelligible, verbally relates a personal experience slash story, asks many questions including who and why, uses regular and irregular past tense verbs consistently and regular third person, uses most pronouns, has 1,500 plus words in vocabulary, identifies colors and uses contractions. So can't, don't, I've. Um, so now we're at five years, uses a variety of sentences with six or more words, has greater than 2,000 words in vocabulary, uses most speech sounds correctly, is 90 to 100% intelligible, answers how are things the same or different, can carry a plot when telling a story, understands time concepts, yesterday, today, first, then, next, asks questions to get more information, inventive spelling when writing. Okay, so those we went over those milestones and I know we went over a lot of information. And what to me, what's crazy is how much your child absorbs through their environment. So one big speech tip that we often hear is to narrate your day. So something that really helps, especially with those little ones to say, mommy is running the vacuum. Mommy is cleaning the dishes right now. Um, so we find that that helps because they're taking in all of that. All right, so I have some questions that we receive a lot from local parents that I wanna go over with you guys. So a lot of parents think of speech, speech therapy, especially what we do at ABC as treating articulation and speech sound errors. Um, that is a common misconception because we do so much more with speech therapy. So we work on vocabulary, grammar, building of sentences, understanding directions, the ability to understand and answer questions, social skills, holding conversations, taking turns, voice disorders, fluency, stuttering, and also we work on feeding difficulties. Uh, and a lot of people kind of don't know how that relates to speech therapy. So what we'd be working on with a speech therapist um, when it comes to feeding difficulties would be those oral motor skills. So we work all the way from newborns who aren't able to latch for breastfeeding, helping support that oral motor, um, as well as I know we talked about the open cup and the liquid dripping out. We would help work with the child on how to form those mouth movements in order to keep the liquid inside. Another question that we get often would be, so we frequently are asked, how are we going to get a one or two year old to speak? They're not doing it already. So what we do, we work on helping the child build vocabulary, um, especially with things that they're very interested in. So we work through play. So we're able to help them develop their language skills through play. And we don't always work through speaking, but bridging the gap with the use of sign language we also use alternative communication devices um, and speech devices, you know, if it's needed for the child. So if they can't verbally communicate, we still want to be able to get them the tools they need to be able to still communicate their wants and needs. 
Okay, one more question I want to go over with you guys. And I thought this was a really interesting and a very good question. We were asked, um, you know, if a child is growing up in a bilingual household, is that going to have an impact on their speech development? So we actually have a bilingual speech therapist who has able to reach out to, and uh, here's what she said. So bilingualism is always encouraged within the home. Native language, also known as first languages, is what the baby has heard in utero. So they hear that most often via conversations at home, media and music. Continual exposure to the first language enriches that child's language development. A child who has a language delay and learning two languages at home may go through a period when they speak only one language. However, speaking the both languages at home should continue. One thing that we find helps is when parents in a bilingual household have one family member speak the first language and another is speaking the other language. The most important advice is to expose the, child, the child to the language by reading, listening, singing to music, and playing. That's my favorite part because it's, it's so important that we are introducing these skills to kids through an environment that they're comfortable in and that they're just having fun in because isn't that a child's job to have fun? <laughs> All right, well, I wanna thank you guys for taking the time to listen in today. Um, I hope you find this podcast helpful. And I also wanted to let you know that if you have any questions or are looking for more information, you can always check out our website. It's www.abcpediatrictherapy.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Please um, reach out if you guys have any questions. You'll find contact links on that website. You can also contact us through Facebook or Instagram. We are here to help and we will get the best answers you can in providing the best life for all children. All right. Thank you guys. Bye.